Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to the Main Street Universe Radio Network. I'm Daniel Michael, and I want to remind you that Main Street Universe is a network reminding you, I'm reminding me, reminding you, reminding you, <laughs> that Main Street Universe believes Mysteries and possibilities universe are closer to Main Street than you may have ever imagined. And today our topic is going to be magic, Wicca, witchcraft, and science. Depending on how much of all this we can get to, it'll be part book review and part 101 for people who are interested in the path of pagan earth-based religions such as Wicca, paganism, druidry, whatever terms you're comfortable with. We'll be right back after this. Whatever the case is, but right now I have a cell phone just kind of sitting near me with speaker on and talking to it, and hopefully that's good enough. Anyhow, and I'll get to the callers quickly, but I wanted to start off with what the show's topic is, and we were talking about magic, Wicca, science, 
And I'm going to read a little bit from a book by an author who has passed away in Hail to the Traveler, Mr. Scott Cunningham. And Scott Cunningham is a fairly well-known Wiccan author, once a Gardnerian, which and then went uh, independent after that. But magic is the art of causing change by means commonly supposed to be supernatural. The methods of magic are varied, each catering to a certain climate or a level of intellectual development or imagination. Simple or ceremonial, Christian or Kabbalistic, all magical practices have survived basically because they work. And that's a quote from Scott Cunningham, who also says that science has not yet uncovered all the secrets of the universe. And what he means is you can read every book in the world and not know everything. Magic is simply the use of powers, scientific powers perhaps, is my part of the quote, and yet things like hypnosis, which were once seen as supernatural, they were often part of the same crowd, you know, a fortune teller, a hypnotist, is now considered in some circles to be less mystical in a less supernatural tone. Now, hypnotism isn't something I specialize in or know all that much about. It's just I've never really experienced it, but I understand uh, the practice and have read a bit about it. Magic, though, despite claims to the contrary, is natural. And I agree with this statement totally. It's not something extra normal. In fact, the word paranormal means something like of the normal or on the side of normal. In the particular case of this book, Scott Cunningham is talking a little bit about herbal magic. Now we'll go into some basic principles. Once again, he starts off saying it's a natural science. I agree with him. People like the Rosicrucians and the Masons agree with him. The Rosicrucians believe they would call it mysticism or, or, or they would just call it science. They would call it magic. Some of this is just language debate. They just believe there's energy in the universe, the Rosicrucians, I mean, of which I've, I've, I've been one, and we have ways to manipulate it. And sometimes most of it's mental exercises and, and good memory exercises and all sorts of things like that. Um, he mentions here uh, harm none, uh, that's the the Wiccan uh, read that whatever you do comes back to you threefold. Sort of a karma-based argument. And I think the most important thing for anyone that's curious, anyone that wishes to practice magic in any way, is Mr. Cunningham's quote here saying, magic is effort. You will get out of it precisely what you put into it in terms of time, in terms of energy and attention. If a spell requires you to travel to three uh, different streams, climb a hill, or make a green candle, then do it. And it continues on. It's just that we have a caller, so I'm going to take a break on the topic. As I said, I was welcoming callers to call in. And I'm going to... Let's see. 
Call number one. Hello, you are on the air. Hi, thank you. May I ask yeah. you a question about my future, please? Sure, sure. We can do a reading. Uh, and I'll be using both the tarot and I have to get them out. I got my little box here. <laughs> I keep them in a, in a box. Thank you very much. And uh, the Horizon Oracle. So, um, Right as I get these open, I, I should have done this before, but I'm now I'm here. Go ahead and let me know what is your question. All right. Thank you. My name is Wendy, and I work in a medical insurance call center. It's extremely stressful. I don't know how much more I can stand, but I have to pay rent and buy food. Um, I am applying for other jobs. I'd love to work for uh, Versant. It's a vision insurance company, but I've applied four times. No response. Anyway, um, I recently changed teams, and um, I'm wondering, it was a choice between Darla's team and Amanda's team, and I'm on Darla's team, but now I wish I was on Amanda's team. So do you see me currently employed for the next two years, Um, uh, maybe even leaving my current job to go to a new job, but um, but certainly never fired. It's more of a transition from one job to another. And I think it's fascinating that you called with this topic, and because I've been going through some work drama myself. I just got the highest-paying job I've ever had in my life. Imagine I'm ecstatic, I'm happy, I'm finally able to take care of literally everything and imagine that comfort level, and I end up with a foreman who's who's an abusive, manipulative human being that now I have to confront and risk being fired or even risk a lawsuit. Uh, I'm I'm actually going to sue him if, if there's more issues. Uh, I'm figuring he I'm not letting this person ruin me, and I want you to take the same approach. Um, and I'm very may, curious may about I this. Say- <laughs> This is very current. I have a suggestion to you that yeah. for me, I send myself emails when something happens because then that is considered legal documentation as far as I know. Um, so keep a record, even if it's simply sending a text to yourself or an email. Yeah. And, uh, and like I said, it's been interesting. That's interesting because I was verbally assaulted and publicly humiliated by a team lead on the other team. But I knew in the corporate environment I couldn't say, I'm afraid of her, I don't want to work with her, because everybody is wonderful. (laughs) And so, anyway, for other reasons, I was able to transfer. But now I wish I had transferred to Amanda's team. So, And I'm I'm considering, uh, you know, requesting because of my – disability uh, that it would be better if I moved to Amanda's team Uh, but uh, my concern is longevity and uh, I want to keep this job until I get a new one exactly and trust me that's why I said it was odd that you thought about that because I literally have been going through the same thing I just got the best job of my life like I'm not a reader for a living I've been doing it for years I've studied mysticism and art. I've done probably thousands of readings for people on the air, which we'll get to in a second. But I'm just saying, this isn't what I do for for a day job, you know what I mean? And uh, I'm an electrician, and 
I get the best job oh. I've ever had in all of a sudden. I mean, oh. high money, top secret, working on top secret stuff. And, 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 and this one, it's amazing how one manipulative, abusive person can just step oh. in, you know, and just destroy and something. Away you know, with and, it. and they get away with it. Lucky for me, I had witnesses when this occurred. Oh, exactly. She did it twice. And she really messed mm-hmm. up big time because the second time she did it was right before my meeting with the manager of the whole department. So I reported that as well. And I could legally say right. I have two witnesses. So I think that's what saved my rear end. Right. And so let's ask about that. Let's ask about, let me make the, the question in my mind here. I'm going to sort of put my hands right over the card. And I'm going to say prayers for And Lindsay's future longevity, new job. And I'm going to divide the deck into three. And to have your energy be part of it as well, I'll ask you to pick from pile one, pile two, or pile three. Again, there's no wrong answer. <laughs> so, so are you there, Lindsay? Oh, yes, I'm right here. Okay, I was saying pick from pile one, pile two, or pile three. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm hard of hearing. I apologize. I would choose pile two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, now, again, one, two, or three. One. Let me stand up. I'm going to go ahead for you. No, go ahead and choose. I was feeling something, and I might do it anyway, but you go ahead and choose another one. One, two, or three. Three. All right. Okay. The first card is um, not necessarily a bad card, but it's the death card. And... The death card means a very dramatic change. It's a major arcana card. It's the kind of thing that moves your soul. And the situation you're going through is very difficult. Like I said, I'm going through it myself. It's also saying not to too quickly jump onto a new idea. Be a little patient and ride it out. Because it's the page of swords. Swords is quickness. In mysticism, swords represent... um, fast, quick-moving energy and the element of air. You don't want to make a quick decision here. Um, the third card, which I think is where you're at now, is the Nine of Swords. Again, in swords are air, intellect, and ideas and decisions. That means this is really bothering you. Literally, the image in the card is Nine Swords sort of stabbing through someone's mind. Um, so this is haunting, it's nightmarish, it's terrible. You probably can barely get the anger out of your eyes when you're walking around, and I understand that, and I'm actually going through it right now. It, but it is saying do not make a quick decision. It's saying rest on this a little bit and keep doing homework. Now, 
another card just kind of came out, and its final uh, one is the Wheel of Fortune. Now, this is a major arcana card that's incredibly positive. Um, I, I'm just seeing that do not make a quick, rash decision, even though your emotions might want you to. You know, because the new messenger, the new page of swords is upside down. And when the card is upside down, it means the reverse. Don't go with the new messenger. Don't go with the new thing so quickly. You maybe can go with it, but do do some homework. Now, a slight transfer within the same company might not be so dramatic a decision, you know, but but it was saying I definitely get a powerful feeling of be a little bit patient and it will work out. But I want to draw three more cards just to have a little more clarity. Because the end one was the Wheel of Fortune, which is Major Arcana, and it's actually it's, it's an incredibly positive card, it, it, just as it sounds. So um, the great spinning of the Wheel of Life, and it, and it will eventually come your way. So let's uh, let's draw three more. So again, pick from pile one, two, or three. Oh, you want me to choose a new number? Yep, one, two, or three. Three. Okay. Two or one? Two. Okay. One, two, or three again. One. Okay. Here we go. Um, okay. It's showing me that you will eventually, someone, a friend, a partner, maybe even a romantic partner, I don't know what your love life is like, I'm not kidding, but uh, someone will introduce you to a new opportunity. Uh, somebody, it, it might just happen like they'll just say something and you'll be like, oh, okay, well, that's interesting. And... Um, It'll take a while, though. I'm seeing some slowness here. Uh, it's the three of coins reversed. And the three of coins or three of pentacles reversed means um, it's taking a while for your work to be recognized and appreciated. So the, but in the end, it is the three of cups, which is camaraderie. Three women holding up like glasses of wine, you know, in these shallots. And what it means is it'll eventually become almost like the first half of the reading. It's, it's, it's saying it'll eventually be positive, but it's saying to be very patient. Right now you're not appreciated, but it, it will eventually come out. And keep an ear out for a friend or coworker. Or even, or I don't know if you have a romantic partner, but it, somebody's going to give you like a lead, like say, hey, why not try here? And, and it's, it's like keeping an, an ear out. And that's where the, the networking will bring on the new job, meaning the networking from this, this other person I'm, I'm talking about, and the new opportunity. And it'll still be a while, but it, it will eventually happen. And with, with Earth, which is what coins and pentacles are, usually means like months. It'll be a few months. Uh, Earth can mean months or a year. I'm not thinking it'll have to take a year. I'm just saying it'll be a couple of months, and, but something's going to happen. You might even get the, 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 the message or idea quicker than that. 
but the result of it won't happen for maybe a few months. So keep, definitely it's, it's screaming at me in a way to say look out for someone you know, love, and trust might bring you like some information. It's also saying be aggressive about it. Go ahead and ask. And someone's going to come up and say, hey, why don't you try this place? I heard there's you know, a better place to work or, or a better department of the company to work in. The company I work for currently is very big, so it, I might not even get fired. They might just transfer me somewhere else if I make a, you know, something like that. So it's saying okay. keep a listen. Okay. Keep a so, listen because someone's going to give you an information, and you have to keep your ears open to that. <laughs> All right. And will I keep but my current job until I get a new job? What's that? Will I keep my current employment until I get a new job? It's telling me to be very patient and keep it, you know, try to keep that. Just stay there and be patient. Deal with it for a while. Right. I... um. I uh, I'm forcing myself to uh, be strong during this time, and um, and I, I believe in the adage that if you have a job, it's easier to get a job. And exactly. um, and um, believe it or not, um, a lot of uh, employers are very savvy about being sued. So, therefore, when you put on your resume and they say, well, who is your current boss, then right. uh, it looks funny if you don't put that down. But if you put it down, then you can add, um, per instructions from my employer, any inquiries need to be directed towards HR. And I don't put my employer's email or my, my boss's email. I put HR's phone number. Okay, okay. And like I said, again, this reading is definitely saying patience, but take the action, but do it in, in the right way. Don't don't rush it quick. The new idea right. may collapse under you, meaning the new, the new, the page of swords which came after the but there is a dramatic change coming. It's the death card. It's the biggest, except for maybe the tower, it's like the biggest change card there is. And it, it, it signifies the death of something old and the birth of something new. And that's exactly what it means. You and also got the world of fortune, right? Yeah, the world of fortune was at the end of that after the, 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 the stress and the nightmares exactly. and everything else. And... And keeping a lookout for a close friend or confidant that's going to give you a positive message in this direction. All right. All right. When, uh, just as long as I'm not fired, um, as long as I – because I want to have a safe harbor, a safe transition from this job to the next job. Yeah. Let me hold on. So you don't – you think I'll be okay? I'll maintain my employment uh, – Steadily. It is saying that you're still going to be you know, there working, um, but there is—it's all—it's a little 
risky. There's almost a warning about taking on too much uh, or uh, letting go. But in the end days, it, it's, it's a funny balance because you, you do so much and no one appreciates it or you do less and relax because you think you're leaving anyway. In this case, it's, it's saying to me that there's a stability here. It's the eight of coins, but then it's the nine of wands reverse, which is nine of wands means wands is a building thing. And this is, if it's upside down, those things are being let go. So it, it, to me, that's almost just like saying, well, keep working hard. They're, they're going to let it go anyway. But saying you're still going to be employed to me for a little while. But I do feel the, the vulnerability in this thing. It's, it's uh, yeah. it's not a it's not a good situation and it's not a healthy uh, situation and um so no. do you think I'll keep my job at least through February of next year? I would say for for a few months. So don't make a decision that's too quick. But you might want to make one quicker than that. Oh, wow. It's showing is months, and this is the aid of coins. It's showing a guy working and people seeing his work. It's literally what this card is about. He's building these things, and people are seeing it. Maybe even some of them are appreciating it, if, even if others aren't. So it's saying, okay, be stable for a while. Don't make a quick decision, but keep your ears out for a new thing, just try not to jump just too quickly. All right. Um, well, thank you. And and I will say mm-hmm. a prayer for you that um, that you're protected in your work environment and that um, this person who's abusing you messes up and that there's witnesses um, because that will oh, go yeah. a long way towards helping you. Oh, absolutely, and it's just, like I said, it's work, and I'm a construction worker, and <laughs> I'm an electrician, like I said, by trade, and uh, we'll see what happens, and, uh, and well, I appreciate I will you saying that. Envision protection around you and, and witnesses and legal protection, legal support as well, so um, at least mm-hmm. at the very least, Look at it this way: that your current position will look good on your resume, and um, so um, I'm going to picture uh, relief from the abuse immediately Mm -hmm. for you, and very hopeful that uh, because really uh, it comes down to your quality of life. It it does. And even though if you're living better or making more money, what you do every day. Here, here's what Kevin, who started the show with me, used to call our, our the people we work with our, our daytime spouses because <laughs> we spend more time with them than we do with our family. So the whole point being, I've heard people say sometimes, oh, um, that guy, he's a jerk at work or he's whatever, mouthy or abusive or whatever. But he's a good guy outside of work. Well, it doesn't work like that. No, you're, you're either 
good person or you're not. You're not a good person in one place and a bad person in another. And if you believe in any and, kind and of I, spirituality. And I do not subscribe to the phrase that, oh, so-and-so is having a bad day. I've never been allowed to have a bit bad day in my work environment. I am accountable to myself and to my peers. And um, I uh, I sincerely hope that uh, God blesses you with a healthier work environment, with even more money that you're making right now real soon. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that, and I thank you. And uh, you're welcome. We're kind of coming. And thanks for calling. And again, right now our show is a little bit unscheduled. As you know, I don't do this all the time, but but we're getting back. We were once we once had like twelve shows on this little network. It was constantly busy. <laughs> well, we're looking to kind of bring it thank back you. more. And uh, thank you for taking my call. It was nice of you. All right, Lindsay, and I hope everything works out. Like I said, it's definitely showing to be patient and to be careful not to make too quick or too aggressive decisions. Uh, So kind of keep your stability, if you can, that's what it was kind of saying. And keep an ear out because somebody might come to you and say, say like, hey, here's another opportunity. So it was someone that's close. So that's how I Yeah, I I speak to... I speak to Heidi, and I speak to um, Vonda, and I speak to uh, Pasita sometimes. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that are unhappy in that work environment, and a lot of people just can't stand it. For for example, I was supposed a call happened where I was supposed to take care of a very complicated thing and go into the computer and bring up an application and it was going to be very time consuming. So I asked the team lead, can I go on special project? Because if I'm not on special project, then it's a, a a mark against me because I'm supposed to be on a call, but I'm not on a call. She said, no. (laughs) So, you know what? I was very peaceful and I said, okay. And I just did it. And uh, so, therefore, I'm just keeping a log of this. And so if it's brought up, I'll just say, well, you know, I had to do this process. I asked to go on special project. The answer was no. And so that's why my steps are like that. But I was doing my job. And you know what? A lot of this happens to a lot of people in this work environment. Constant, terrible computer issues. And uh, a lot of people, they... you know, it's it's really they pay a lot of money to have people background checked, at least a couple of grand, and um, and then they treat people like this, so they have turnaround. So anyway, um, I um, I will work to benefit the company and my callers every single day, um, but it's not the best job I ever had. I'm thankful for the employment, but I I yeah. I have two perceptions about this, the emotional perception and the logic perception. So um, anyway, I am a good person. I will continue to do the best I can do. But um, maybe you and I were meant to talk because I hope I've brought you some peace as well. All right. And and I definitely appreciate it. And I, I, I do find it interesting that you called about at what's really been Thank on you. my mind this week. Wow. Oh, and, I'm sorry. Uh, it, 
it, you know, it happens, and there's actions we you, can take, and or sometimes not take. Some what might give you some peace is if you don't say anything to anybody, but just start applying online to other opportunities, and um, because then that might give you a little bit of comfort knowing that eventually you're going to get an opportunity. Oh yeah. I'm, 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 and that's why also I'm not scared. I'm, I'm a very employable human being. You know what I mean? <laughs> I have some skills. So, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's more just a matter of why did this have to happen? You know, it's just more a matter of, uh, yeah. You know, it gets like you're saying. It's unnecessary just, stress. People, people create their own stress. And some of them are even proud of it and don't even realize that that's what the problem is. But that's that's how it is. And like I said, for your reading, it was saying, do be a little patient. Don't don't jump in exactly straight away to the next new thing that comes. But after some time passes, maybe a few months, um, uh, something's gonna something's gonna come up, and it's and it was about networking and all those kind of things. And someone, of course, will give you a message and say, hey, uh, why don't you try this? Uh, That's all I'm saying. Well, thank you. I appreciate you taking the time. And I wish you um, a lot of goodness. All right. And thank you. And uh, feel free to call back. Let me know how how things went. Right now we're not as much scheduled, but we do come up or if you follow – the show. I kind of do a show now about once a month. I used to do it every week, actually multiple times a week, but we'll get back to that at some point. But uh, so and we have other and I readers too. That things, things improve for you immediately. Oh, yeah, and thank you. And I'm good, so I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> you know. Yeah, All right. But thank you very much. Well, I'm going to go ahead and try to take the next your call. Weekend, and thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay, everybody, um, I'm going to go ahead and take the next caller. It's spinning, spinning, spinning. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? Okay. Well, folks, uh, we were reading a little bit about Wicca and magic and with a little time in the show, I'm not sure the caller didn't come through. These things happen. I'm still experimenting with the cell phone thing. I'm doing the reading. I had it in my hand. Now I'm putting it back in the place just to see experiment with what all of this sounds like. So some people will ask, open the book up, uh, uh, that I was quoting was a Scott Cunningham's book. It's called The Secret Craft of the Wise Magical Herbalism. So it digs into the herbal magic side. And one thing I wanted to mention is there's a difference. I think I mentioned it earlier. There's a difference between witchcraft and pagan religion. Uh, witchcraft itself or magic itself is a, is a practice or, or a, a science almost. Uh, a belief in the manipulation uh, of energy 
for a desired goal. Now, science, and I'm very scientific, and I and I have kind of a scientific job uh, working with electricity, and so I have to be respectful of it. But we don't know of all the energetic fields. So the mystics would say, like the Rosicrucians and such would say, that um, magic is not exactly some fairy tale magic thing, that it's just some form of science. And so there's certain things or keys or tools that you can use to help you. Um, some people buy them. Some people spend money on tools. The basic tools being, let's just say, for Wicca would be the athame or dagger. It would be the wand. Uh, tentacle, perhaps, um, all sorts of other things that they might incorporate in, in uh, incenses. Some people will make their own. The bowline, which is one for, you know, the athames for ritual, the bowlines for bowline, depending on pronunciations, for cutting things, cutting herbs, cutting uh, ingredients, uh, the cauldron or the censer. And each one represents an element and, and so forth. And you can go buy these things, and they look great. They're fantastic. And some people make beautiful artistic versions. Some people believe in making your own, or at least making your own to start, including your own divination tools. Like you can just make a, a, a quick pendulum out of anything that's weighted with a chain or a string and start using that as a pendulum. And we can get into that later on how to use and to invoke a pendulum. It's actually not something I, that I do very often. I, I prefer the cards as a form of divination. So, in the end, I think Scott Cunningham's book is a good one. Um, it's kind of specific to Wicca, so it says some things that are kind of, I would just say, Wicca-specific. Uh, there's even there's one herb where you're supposed to pick it at a certain time, and you're supposed to be standing on one leg while you're naked outside, <laughs> which is great if you want to do that. Um, uh, is that necessary in, in my realm? Um, not necessarily, but if you want to do that, fantastic. So anyway, it is uh, a good book, though, um, and it was written a few years back. There was a time where it was, where it was harder to find books on, like, Wicca and, and witchcraft, at least if you lived, especially if you lived in a small town or somewhere that's maybe a particularly, you know, Bible Belt type place, maybe it was harder. In fact, in the library I grew up, the only ones I found on the topic usually were ones, something against it. And this book is from the 90s uh, somewhere. But I recommend it. Once again, it's called Secret Craft of the Wise, uh, Magical Herbalism. And and then it has in the back, it has properties of different uh, herbs and roots, plants, rhizomes, 
Here's one that's high, John the Conqueror. Anoint the root with mint oil and tie up in a green purple bag to attract needed money. Also, the root, the candle uh, anointing oils can be added. So it, it has a lot of, um, I think it's less about herbal medicine in some ways and a little bit more, though I guess you could still say that that is herbal medicine, a little bit more about herbal magical use through the ages. And um, I'll give you some examples here. Uh, there's a categories, all categories, sorry. <laughs> there's a category here. Uh, of course, one that about divination. Uh, mugswort is a good example. Crystal balls used to be rubbed with mugswort. I'm not reading that one from the book. That's just me. Um, there's even how to make oils, incense, and perfumes. So if you're interested in again in making things, the great thing about these making things is uh, it puts your own energy into the tools that you're using. And as it, there's even a little bit in the back about how to properly have your garden. Now some people believe that anytime you have an herbal garden, especially a magical one that you should leave offerings of spirits in the garden. It's said that some of the spirits, some people even say the fae or the fairies, like uh, anything sweet, uh, butter, for some reason butter, it's something they don't make. <laughs> so I guess maybe they love butter. I, I'm not really sure. There's a section here on making um, amulets. And of course... There's a section on how to attract love. Some of it is the same old, I don't mean same old to, to insult uh, Mr. Cunningham in any way, I'm just saying, but to the mystics, it's some of the same stuff. You know. uh, lavender is supposed to help you attract men. Uh, in, uh, in fact, he talks about sachets and how, how to make the little bags that go around your little mojos, little gree-gree, or <laughs> some people call it down south, and all of that. Um, and here, again, it was the one I was looking at. So I'll just read a little bit about this one. And this is to make a little bag that you hang around your neck with certain herbs to to attract, in this case, it'll be to attract a male, um, mix together lavender, dried uh, bachelor's buttons, and a tiny pinch of valerian root. Now, for the record, off the book here, um, valerian root does not smell very good. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of valerian root. And its sleep qualities, you can use valerian also to help make like a sleeping potion. The thing is, it sort of halfway works. It's it's different. Another person will think it works fantastic. For me, I don't like it. I don't like how it smells. I don't like how it tastes, and it kind of put me into a half sleep. But add a bay leaf and carry with you wherever you go. Now, for women, he's saying use patchouli, cinnamon, and henbane. 
traditionally gathered by the man. That was the one I mentioned in the morning while standing naked on one foot. <laughs> or carry a whole orris root in a green silk bag to just in general attract lovers or to, to just bring about attractiveness to yourself. A good all-purpose love spell using a sachet can be uh, performed Take the petals of roses, roses that are dried, some catnip, a handful of yarrow. And again, off the, off the book, um, there's an old witch's saying, where yarrow grows is one who, who knows. Uh, so yarrow, colt's foot, strawberry leaves, strawberry. <laughs> Well-ground orris root and a bit of vervain. Mix well on a Friday evening in the moon's increase, meaning when the moon is growing, the waxing moon, the moon of manifestation, and divide it into three parts. Take one of those parts, go outside, again it's saying go outside naked, bend down on one knee and throw the herbs up to the moon, asking that love be sent to you. Now go inside and scatter the second part around your bedroom. So what you're doing there is a principle, a magical or mystical principle, as above, so below, as within, so without. You're doing it outside first, throwing it at a manifestation moon, one that's growing, and then you're throwing it into your room. And that was off the book again. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.